It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Trial balloon or fake news? A couple of weeks ago, a Facebook post reported that Ambassador Teddy Boy Loxon Jr., our man at the Court of St. James's, London, has been named Special Envoy to the People's Republic of China, tasked with special concerns related to the West Philippine Sea. The announcement ran under a letterhead but contained nothing else. There were no details. No attributions. I did not know what to make of it, so I decided to wait for a more elaborate official announcement. But before I could get any answers to my own questions, people started asking me the same questions. So I called the DFA protocol. The officer who took my call was genuinely sorry that he had not heard of Teddy Boy getting a new assignment. To the best of his knowledge, Teddy Boy, who used to be President Duterte's foreign secretary, was our ambassador to London, and that's all. London is a major diplomatic posting. For centuries, it was the center of the civilized world, the seat of the empire upon which the sun never set. In London, many of the world's greatest literary works first saw the light of day. From London, Winston Churchill sent the English language into war against the German Reich and saved mankind from an ignominy worse than death. To London the world sent its best diplomats. Five of the U.S. ambassadors to the court of St. James later became president, John Adams, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Martin Van Buren and James Buchanan. This is also where we sent some of our very best. These include Don Ramon Fernandez, Jose E. Romero, Leon Ma. Guerrero III, Melquiades Gamboa, Marcial I. Chaco, Narciso Reyes, Jamie Zobel de Ayala, Jose Manuel Stilianopoulos, Jose Vicente Cruz, Juan T. Quimson, Thomas Siquia, Manuel Yan, Cesar Bautista, Edgardo Espiritu, Antonio Lagdamio, Reynaldo Catapong, Enrique Manalo, the current Foreign Secretary, and Evan Garcia. I knew more than half of them, but my personal favorite was Leon Ma. Guerrero, Rizal's biographer and English translator of the Nolian Feely, who had the longest tour of duty at the court, eight years, and saw the British Prime Minister change twice, from Churchill to Anthony Eden to Harold Macmillan. Perhaps Guerrero set the bar a little too high, but none of our ambassadors to London were ever mediocre. In 1982, when the Aquino family and their friends were preparing for Ninoy's homecoming from the U.S., his sister Lapita Aquino Kinsio Kashiwahara, who was my neighbor and dear friend, asked me if I might have someone in mind to become Ninoy's ambassador to London. I did not know enough diplomats of Leone Guerrero's caliber to be able to answer the question with competence. And between Ninoy and his friend Senator Jerry Roxas, President Manuel Roxas' son and former Senator Mar Roxas' father, I had not quite made up my mind who would make the better president. But that question served to underline London's importance in the hierarchy of diplomatic postings. It is a political plum, and I could not understand why a former foreign secretary who sits there as resident ambassador would be downgraded as a special envoy to Beijing, where there is a full-time Chinese-speaking ambassador. London is a major assignment that will not allow one to pick up any extra chores anywhere. If there was an unfilled small diplomatic post close to London, perhaps the ambassador could be asked to take it as a weekend assignment. But to assign him as special envoy to another major embassy, in Beijing, while keeping his London post is something beyond the contemplation of the Guinness Book of World Records. The Emperor Caligula would have had an easier time dressing his horse as a Roman consul. Assuming Whitehall has nothing to say on this matter, what will Beijing say about it?
And what will Ambassador Jamie Flor Cruz, our resident ambassador to Beijing and non-resident ambassador to North Korea and Mongolia since October 19, 2020, say about it? Whether diplomacy began in Greece or Italy or France rather than China, wouldn't the Chinese foreign ministry be laughing at us for failing to show enough respect for it? Is it just a trial balloon, or is it all fake news? I hope it is the latter. But assuming it is not, assuming the government believes it has a problem in China that only Teddy Boy can solve, there is nothing to prevent President Marcos Jr. from pulling him out of London and sending him to Beijing to replace Jamie Flor Cruz, not just make him his sidekick. This is all there is to it. But can he make the problem in Aung and Shoal disappear? The problem there revolves around China's claim that in 1999, when President Joseph Estrada ordered the grounding of the old naval vessel, BRP Sierra Madre, to serve as a Philippine military outpost and a symbol of Philippine sovereignty in the contested atoll, he also reportedly promised the Chinese government to remove the same vessel at a later date. No evidence exists to support this claim, and the Philippines does not recognize it at all. So, there is no chance the Philippines will try to remove BRP Sierra Madre from within its 200-mile exclusive economic zone, EEZ. Aungan does not confer any sovereign territorial status on BRP Sierra Madre. But as a commissioned vessel of the armed forces of the Philippines, the Sierra Madre confers protection on Aungan. Under Article 4 of the 1951 U.S.-Philippines Mutual Defense Treaty, MDT, each party recognizes that an armed attack in the Pacific area on the forces, planes, ships or even Coast Guard of either of the parties would be dangerous to its own peace and safety and declares that it would act to meet the common dangers in accordance with its constitutional processes. This means that if the Sierra Madre is attacked, the U.S. must respond to that attack under the MDT. Therefore, the Philippines must keep the Sierra Madre on Eung and Shoal. Stot out at gmail.com.